Boasa Racing Podcast. For official news and exclusive content, follow us on Twitter at Honda Racing BTCC and on Facebook at Honda Uasa Racing. Welcome to Silson, the home of British motorsport for the penultimate weekend in the 2014 British Touring Car Championship. My name is Rory McAllister and thank you very much for taking the time to download the podcast. If you're new, then you're very, very welcome. If you're one of our regular listeners, then you know the drill. Before qualifying, Colin Turkington, the 2009 champion, led the driver's table on 366 points, with Jason Plato 55 points behind on 311, and Gordon Shedden in third place on 302 points. At Silverstone in the BTCC, it's the national circuit that's used, not the Grand Prix circuit, and qualifying for Gordon and Matt was a tough affair, with them finishing in 17th and 18th place, respectively, for race one. Later in the podcast, we'll also hear from Matt and Flash, who struggled during race one and two. Flash finished 14th and then improved to 11th, with Matt finishing 21st in race one and then improved up to 13th in race two. Also still to come, we'll have the tale of two wives. That's Karen Neal and Gillian Shedden, the wives of the Honda UASA racing driving team, Matt and Flash. But first of all, our regular feature, a different corner at each circuit. I asked Matt and Flash about their favourite corners and here's what the boys had to say. It's it's the it's the tight corner we we turn out at the uh, pit lane on to, on the inside of cops because years ago we had a um, a female um, event organizer who ran touring cars called Jenny Birrell and she was particularly hard nosed and uh, they got her a celebrity drive in in a Fiesta race and she went down the end of the pit lane and piled it into the arm go before she was in the pit lane so that, that's a bit of a favourite of mine actually <laughs> just for that pure memory every time I drive out the pit lane I have a smile on my face remembering that. <laughs> Flash, we're at the National Circuit here at Silverstone. What's your favourite bend and why? Um, probably the bend just when I, when I turn out the garage into the pit lane. That's about the most exciting part of the whole track. And just talk us through what's happening at the time. <laughs> we're doing about, you know, pretty dizzy and kind of about two, three miles an hour and just cruising down the pit lane. <laughs> So the behind the scenes part of the podcast, um, it's taken me all season, but I've managed to track down uh, Karen Neal and Gillian Shedden, the wives, the tale of two wives of both the drivers. So ladies, hello. 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 So the drivers, I mean, what's it like being married to, to Matt and Flash? Who wants to start? Ooh, Karen. Me. Um, well, you just, you just learn to... Um, go with their thing really I mean you know you share the ups you share the downs and you just know when to leave them alone you know when to be there to support them and you know you just get used to it. it's part of our lives as much as it is there so you just get on with it really Gillian yeah absolutely I echo all of that um, basically they're sportsmen aren't they and you know there are good times and bad times and um, yeah you've just got to learn how to deal with that and um know which buttons to push and uh, when to say the right things and when to just shut up <laughs> therefore though karen is it ever about you or is it always about matt oh no absolutely matt is very fair and to be fair matt loves nothing better than when he has a weekend at home with no racing no other commitments and he can just chill at home and that is all he wants to do he wants to be at home with you know the family which is great and we make the most of that when we can do it um but yeah, you know, you know, he's 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 a very generous person, and I wouldn't say it's all about him at all. 
Gillian, do you ever get any Gillian time? No. <laughs> well, if I decide there's Gillian time, but yeah, no, Gordon's pretty uh, focused and uh, yeah, it's all about Gordon. <laughs> so what's the nicest thing? It is a tale of two wives. It is a tale of two wives, yeah. What's the nicest thing Matt's ever done for you then, Karen? I don't know. You've stumped me there. Well, I suppose, you know, he doesn't... Like you say, he could very easily put himself first, but he doesn't. He appreciates that there are times when we have commitments and things to do, and he does his best around... You know, he has a very busy schedule, because he doesn't just have the racing, he has the day job as well. Um, and he does his best to sort of, you know, meet everybody's needs. So, in that respect, you know, you can't complain. There must have been a day, though, with, like, a present or a gift or something or a particular Christmas day where you just thought... Well, he proposed <gasps> on Christmas Day. Did he? Oh, Did it? Oh, see, yeah, there we go, yeah, the things you learn. Yeah, he proposed on Christmas Day morning, so that's a good one, yeah. Well, there we go, then. Yeah. So that's the nicest thing Matt's ever done. a beautiful ring as well, so I can't... <laughs> Gillian? I got a very nice watch for my 30th, so that was special. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's nice enough. And Again, I had to... dropped a few hints, and it was quite impressive that he actually noticed <laughs> and, it, and that he actually put his hand in his pocket. So yeah, was, that was huge plus. Well, good on the boys. <laughs> uh, so, uh, children in your life and in, in, in your marriage. I mean, uh, talk us through talk us through any kids that you have. Yeah, we've got. Um, well, Matt has um, his two sons, uh, Will and Hen, who are now 19, who are now sort of involved in the race team. Uh, and then Matt and I have a daughter, Matilda, who's five, who loves racing. She comes to every race with me. She's been in carts, and she absolutely loves it. And so she is I'm adorable. Quite worried about <laughs> what she might want to do when she grows up, but. Um, yeah, she's sitting there waiting for the race to start now with her ear defenders on, ready to go. I was so. about to mention those, those cute little pink ear defenders. <laughs> and she's definitely got her dad's competitive spirit. You know, I've played a few card games with Matilda and she likes to win. So, yeah, I think you're in trouble, Karen. <laughs> and there's no children in the Shedden household, but there's a, there's a dog. There's a dog, yeah. Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis is our little baby. So, yeah, no, no, no children, no, but uh, there's a dog. And I have a niece who just turned one last week. So she's our little pride and joy. And the, the dog, is he a Cocker Spaniel? He is And it, was it Jarvis Cocker? Is that how the Jarvis thing happened? I mean, I literally have guessed that. It is. <laughs> that is correct why we named him. The worrying thing is how many young people don't understand the name, which is quite sad. It just shows how old we are. Exactly. Then, it, really? You feel really old. OK, and finally, Karen, in your marriage, are you always right? Most of the time, actually, I am, yes. Gillian? Yeah, of course. <laughs> he has no say. Well, he could try, but I don't listen. Good for you, because they say behind every strong man, there's a strong woman. Absolutely. And, uh, it certainly I think deep down, they, they appreciate that, and I think they respect that. Um, so, yeah, because then they don't have to worry about everything else, do they? Well, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us. I know it's been a busy day for you both, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, we look forward to, to hearing this to the thousands of people that download our podcast. So thanks very much Thank for talking you. to me. Thank you. Thank you. Matt, all in all, a pretty tricky weekend for Silverstone. I mean, three weeks ago at Rockingham, you said to me that life was going to be tough here, um, and it certainly was, you know, after qualifying and going into race one, 21st in race one, 13th in race two, and 12th in race three. Uh, yes, but I suppose we fared better in the races than I thought we probably would have done. So, um, and we've come away with two cars in one piece, a few points on the board, some manufacturer points on the board. So, um, you know, it's, it's not um, 
it's not all doom and gloom. It's you know we've, we've got our heads down a bit at the moment, but we'll pick ourselves up. We've got Brands final round in two weeks, and um, I'm hopeful that the, the cars will be pretty strong there. And with motor racing, I suppose you know you often take the rough with the smooth. Yeah, yeah. I would say you've got to you've got to have the rough days to really appreciate the good ones. But um, yeah, it's 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 not been, it's not been a stellar weekend for us. Trying to look on the bright side then, Matt. In a fortnight's time, we do go to your favourite circuit and we use the Grand Prix circuit at Brands Hatch. Yeah, I love Brands. It's not too spoilt by, um, by all the health and safety, healthy dramas. Um, and they only get to use it, I think, 11 times a year. So um, we were one of the lucky, lucky race meetings that get, that get that. But it's big commitment out the back. It's got a fantastic stadium atmosphere around the indie part of the circuit. So... I mean, for the fans and the drivers alike, it, it's a real special one to finish on. We, you know, we want to try and consolidate, try and win a couple of races at the last one. Um, and I think the, um, the manufacturers is still in reach. So that's, um, you know, that, that's going to be a target for us very much so over the weekend. And you are a very experienced driver. You're arguably the most experienced driver we have in the season. So are you just going to put this weekend down to experience? Unfortunately, that means I've got more grey hairs than everybody else. Um, Yes, you have to. You have to look forward, not backward, um, and dwell on stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to brands and then to what we're doing in the fall, you know, for, for 2015 uh, with Honda, which could be really exciting if it all comes off. Well, you've never been one to give up, have you? No, no, as I say, you've got, you've got to you know, put one step forward and, um, and, and move on because uh, if you're standing still, you're going backwards. That's what I've always been told. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, my head's up. I'm going to Brands. Both Flash and I are going to try and win some races there. Absolutely 100%. And there was a delay there to the start of race three, which means that Flash has had to, uh, had to go. Uh, yeah, he's got a six-and-a-half-hour six drive back to, to Scotland. It was one of the MGs had um, dumped its engine on, on, the, on the floor, which we were obviously gutted to see with the manufacturer's points, but you know, pretty rough for Sam. Sam toured off on pole, but... Um, it's what it is, you know, it's, it's, he was having one of our days. Well, Matt, you've got a lot of fans, fans I'm sure, that are going to turn up in their hordes at Brands Hatch, just willing you at least have a decent end to the season. Oh, that's, that makes it all right then, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, the fans are what make it. It means it's a hell getting out the circuit afterwards, but it's just fantastic. You can't, as a driver, you can't move anywhere without being uh, sort of swamped a bit, but that's what Touring Cars is all about, accessibility and, and all the rest of it. So that's why, um, that's why it's as popular as it is. The Honda Uasa Racing Podcast. Without racing, there's no Honda. Oh.